The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Time's just going about 19 minutes past five. Welcome to the 101.9 High FM Afternoon Overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining us on the line now, our correspondent from Israel, Rolene Marks. Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Always good to be here talking to you. Indeed. Uh, great to have you once again on board, Rolene. So breaking news, Gaza truce to kick off at, on Friday, tomorrow at 7 in the morning. 13 hostages will be freed later in the day at 4 in the afternoon. Tell us all what's going on. Yes, this is as per the spokesperson from the Foreign Ministry of Qatar. Now, of course, we expected Mm -hmm. that uh, hostages would be released today, that the ceasefire would go into effect today. Uh, This hasn't been the case. There is still heavy clashes in the north of the Gaza Strip, heavy fighting in the north of the Gaza Strip. Some unbelievable things that the IDF have located, which I'll touch on in in a second. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are expecting expecting the first tranche of hostages to be released around 4 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Now, the government has said they have received a list of the the hostages that uh, are due to be released. They are checking the details of the list and are currently in contact with all the families. So we don't have a public list. Mm -hmm. So if we can just ask everybody to refrain from speculation, please. Sure. Rolene, just to come in there. So uh, 13 hostages are going to be released at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Talk until now was the release of 50, 5-0 hostages. Uh, This is apparently now going to be done in stages over the over a four-day period uh, regarding a ceasefire yeah. uh, point in time, correct? Yes, this mm-hmm. is going to be done over a, a period of four days. It'll be three Palestinian prisoners, many of them with blood on their hands, uh, who have been imprisoned for crimes like shooting or stabbings or, or, or terror attacks uh, in exchange for our hostages. Now, I know there's a lot of uh, skepticism out there, uh, which is understandable. Many of us here are, are, are skeptical. We know what we are dealing with, with Hamas. We don't entirely trust them. But uh, at the end of the day, as President Herzog said, he understands the reservations, but our first priority, our moral imperative is to secure our hostages. Mm. So that's what's happening right now, Rolene. Has Hamas, by any chance, increased their demands in proportion to this uh, stage-by-stage release of, uh, of hostages that they're holding? Well, according to the BBC, they have. According to the BBC, they are demanding, uh, they have more demands. We don't know what their demands are, but uh, this is according to the BBC, who, judging by some of the coverage mm-hmm. of uh, the recent weeks, might be their uh, media outlet of choice. Indeed. Okay, so I guess, yeah, as you mentioned, Rolene, let's see what transpires now. This deal has come into effect. Uh, it remains to be seen what's going to transpire as from 7 tomorrow morning. Let's look at uh, something that's, uh, well, continues to make headlines on uh, the news front in that part of the world, Al-Shifa Hospital. What's happening there now? This is just 
Absolutely astounding. So if anyone listening doesn't believe what has uh, been uncovered at Al-Shifa Hospital, in fact, underneath Al-Shifa Hospital, the, the, the reality is people just don't want to hear the truth. It's, it's smacking the world right in the face. This is what we've been saying, not just for months, but for years, and uh, has been made public. And not only has it been made public by the IDF, but the foreign media have also uh, been able to go underground into the tunnels to see for themselves. So last night, Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, he is the chief spokesman for the IDF. I think he's been doing an absolutely sterling job. Uh, took mm-hmm. his uh, cameraman into the tunnels underneath Al-Shifa in a one-shot, unedited shot, and it's, it's actually unbelievable. And, and, and this, I really appeal to South Africans, because so many of you uh, face deficits with electricity, with water, with basic amenities, and yet here in the terror tunnels, underneath Al-Shifa Hospital, using... The electricity, the water supplied by Al-Shifa Hospital, Hamas have dug a metro complete with fully functioning bathrooms, fully Hmm. functioning bathrooms. So indoor plumbing underneath, uh, they have set up rooms that are tiled, kitchenettes, uh, you know, a a complete uh, and utter uh, sorted out living areas. With aircon, with air conditioning, all with the electricity and water supplied by Shifa Hospital, and uh, with the aim of Hamas terrorists being able to to take refugee mm. refuge there for days, uh, months, uh, and weeks when Israel bombards the Gaza Strip uh, in, in search of them who who launch uh, rockets or commit acts of mm. terror against Israeli civilians. It is just Unbelievable. You can actually see the billions of dollars and euros and pounds in aid that have been given to the Gaza Strip being used to to set up this underground metro of terror tunnels. Roland, what you've just outlined now, uh, we, given, you know, the doubt that's being cast around these reports that the IDF is giving and the Israeli government regarding what is going on in Gaza. Uh, prominent news platforms have been voicing, you know, like doubts and, uh, well, non-belief towards this. Are they being taken by the IDF and Israeli authorities into what you've just described now to show them and say, look, here it is. So, so what are you doubting now? Are they are they on board? As they, uh, I think they did go before into Al Shifa. So, are they still there on the ground witnessing what, exactly what you've just outlined? Yeah, well, uh, they have been taken throughout the course of the last 24 hours. Trey mm-hmm. Hingst doing an astounding job for Fox News. Okay. I think if anybody has proved his worth as a war correspondent, it's Fox News as Trey Hingst. Correspondents from CNN, from the BBC, from Sky Factor, the BBC for once did uh, quite a good report with what they uh, had seen inside the the, the tunnels. It, it's all there. It's there for everybody 
to to see for uh, themselves. You can see for yourself. You can see for yourself. News outlets are showing uh, what they are seeing. And, and really, if you don't believe what's underneath Chief or Hospital, then you simply just don't want to believe. And and that's yeah. that's a fact. But about an hour or so ago. The IDF's uh, 401 Brigade, uh, they uncovered significant tunnels underneath the private homes of uh, Hamas terrorists. So uh, they found uh, um, underneath these homes, in fact, inside the um, beds of children, of children, mm-hmm. they found uh, uh, weapons of uh, various kinds in inside the Hamas members' um, children's beds and their closets, as well as several really, really deep tunnels. This is what we are dealing with. Well, Raleen, let's just uh, expand on the Al Shifa saga. Earlier on today, there was uh, was the, the was it the director of Al Shifa along with doctors arrested. What is the latest on that? The IDF have confirmed that they have arrested the director of Al-Shifa Hospital. Uh, He's been taken in for questioning. I think that the army will have a lot of people to to question. How Mm, much mm. did they know? How much were they covering up? Because there's no way you could be operating on a daily basis uh, inside Al-Shifa Hospital and not know what is going on, not know that it has been used as a human shield. I mean, this is a war crime. And, And as Daniel Hagari said... Uh, the IDF admiral to the media, uh, who, and I think it was Sky News, you know, to uh, just to even try and plant evidence. He says that is a war crime, you know, to, so, yeah. to the media. And I know there's South African media who are guilty of this, but I think we can see the agendas uh, coming through. Uh, he said, "This is Rear Admiral Hagari." He said, "To he said to plant um, evidence here." He said that is a war crime. So uh, you have it on authority. This is something we've been speaking about for many, many years now. Well, indeed. Rowling, let's just wrap up on a political note. Uh, David Cameron, the Secretary of State for Foreign and Commonwealth and Developmental Affairs, former UK Prime Minister, visiting at the moment. What is the latest on that? He's in the country. He's just mm-hmm. had a meeting with Prime Minister Netanyahu. Uh, he's meeting with President Herzog as well. But he went to Kibbutz Be'eri. This is one of the most hard-hit kibbutzim uh, on the 7th of October. He was there this morning. He said the world has to witness the the horrors for for themselves. He he, he said that you know this is that this is beyond uh, comprehension. What has happened here? Also used the uh, allusion to the Holocaust, and uh, while he did say that, he also said he welcomes the four-day truce, mm. saying that it is an opportunity for Israel to get hostages out of Gaza uh, and also for humanitarian aid to get into the Strip. Ronin, I just so wish we had more time to chat this afternoon. Unfortunately, we've just about run out of time to chat uh, as usual during your slot on the afternoon overdrive. But thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Rowling. Marks, our correspondent from Israel, 